Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You know, originally this show was not going to be live. It was going to be the normal tape, live to tape. But to be honest with you, I got tired trying to fool with this computer, and I ain't felt like editing it. So here you go. Live, live, raw, and uncut. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Thanks for joining me. Um, this show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. If you haven't done so, go ahead, hit the subscribe button right there on YouTube. If you're watching, if you're on Periscope, thank you for joining. You can feel free to hit the subscribe button there as well. Folks, before we get into today's show, the wrestling world in Maryland lost a legend, not just in Maryland, but all over um, as RJ Meyer, also known as Bruiser, uh, died this past week. So I want to offer my condolences to him and his well to his family and the Merlin wrestling family on behalf of the wrestling realm. I uh got a chance to meet him a couple of times at MCW shows. Um obviously, you know, very nice guy. He was the, without a doubt a face of the face of the company, the face of the brand. So you can always appreciate a guy like that who goes out of his way to make sure parents who are bringing their children to these independent shows not only have a good time but they also got a chance to meet him and he treated the kids with the utmost respect so my heart goes out to those who are affected ladies and gentlemen um we got a brand new wwe champion matter of fact you know what for this one we're gonna roll it's time for this week's top rope segment of the week Top rope this week, Drew McIntyre, once again, the WWE champion. I know some people liked it. Some people didn't. I liked it. Um, You know, when I look at it, and, you know, there's a guy named Dave Meltzer out there who says he had his opinion. And I was reading it, and I said, no, duh, obviously. Um, But basically what Meltzer said was, in so many words, that the WWE probably just put the title on him. You know, I mean, I'm going to put his words. This is what I'm saying. It made sense. Um, I like Randy taking the title from Drew for two reasons. It gave that uh, kind of like it, it freshened things up, shake things up. You saw it coming, but you didn't. But then Monday Night Raw, they treated it like a big deal that it is, a big championship fight a big championship atmosphere and that's where drew mcintyre will go ahead and regain the wwe championship you know um 
I like the fact that he would go ahead and win the title on Monday Night Raw. But here's the thing that a lot of people not thinking about. McIntyre won the championship in the Thunderdome. Therefore, he won it in front of fans. Is it the same as the uh, 70,000 plus that he would have had at WrestleMania if it wasn't for COVID-19? Absolutely not. But him winning that championship in the Thunderdome, we finally got that moment. He finally got to feel the energy of the fans. So I thought that was great, you know, um, and and it, it really made a lot of sense for them to do that, in my opinion. It gave him that opportunity to get exactly what he had been waiting for, you know, that moment. But it also kind of reset him and it put, you know, it kind of made him go to another level. You saw him coming out there with, you know, with the sword and everything. So it put Drew McIntyre at another level, put him in a situation where it's like, okay, now you know, and even you could look at it as, okay, now I know I got to be on my P's and Q's. You know, I can't get caught slipping with a guy like Randy Orton. But let's also look at it for this part. We're going into Survivor Series. Randy, uh, Roman Reigns uh, is the WWE Universal Champion. Drew McIntyre is the WWE Champion. So that's going to be the matchup. We saw him invade SmackDown last week, um, you know, coming at Roman. And then all of a sudden, here's Jey Uso. Well, as my man King Coley said, um, you know, they kind of gave it away. That right there, you, and, and I got to agree with Coley when you think about it, it did make you think, you know what, just maybe, maybe McIntyre will win this because after all, you know, why would he show up on SmackDown and, and beat, I mean, lose to Jey Uso only, and then, you know, Roman came out there only for them not to have a payoff later. And you know, Randy and Roman would have been cool, but I think you in this situation you do want that heel face dynamic. And it is interesting that for the fourth time, I think, third or fourth time, that yeah, third time, the title versus title match, or I guess we can't call it a title versus title, the champion versus champion match is now um, you know is now changed. We saw that when it was AJ Styles. It was supposed to be gender versus Brock. Instead, it was AJ versus Brock. Then it was supposed to be AJ versus Brock too. Instead, it was um, Brock versus Daniel Bryan. And now it was supposed to be Drew, uh, Randy Orton versus Roman. And now it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman. Uh, so it should be a good match. I'll probably do a Survivor Series preview in the next couple of days. Uh, if you just joined, thank you for joining this episode of Breaking Down with Brian H. If you... um excuse me, go ahead, hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel if you haven't done so. And also, you know, feel free to jump in the comments and, you know, talk wrestling with me. So um, let's see what else. Let's go to AEW, right? So AEW, we saw the main event. Um, uh, what was it? But, you know, let's get right to the finish. Will Hobbs, he turns on Cody. And I'm like, oh boy, you know, so I gotta be honest with you, I was watching NXT, but obviously I looked through and the, the things and I saw it and I was like, oh man, this this is a big deal, you know. This is this is a crazy. So I I, I like Will Hobbs with Taz. I didn't see it coming necessarily. I know, and I believe Taz tried to recruit him, but it's going to be interesting to see him and Brian Cage together because, like, right now, to me, Brian Cage looks like another muscle head in wrestling. We see Mason Ryans. We see Rybacks. You tell me what's the difference between Brian Cage. To me, he's not being 
portrayed and booked like a big deal. You know, at first he was, but now not so much. So maybe I'm wrong, you know, and then, then again, maybe I'm not. So we'll, we shall see. Um, but how about retribution? Are they getting going again? We saw this past week. Um, we saw that they were victorious over the raw representatives for uh, the Survivor Series. So that made me think, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, well, I, I, I want to see where they're going with this because I know there's some Retribution fans and some aren't. Um, hey, EPW show, show us some love. Definitely appreciate that. Thank you for joining. Um, you know, I said Retribution, um, and they had this big deal. It was supposed to be a big deal, but then suddenly it is like they're getting beat. So you want to see Mustafa Ali in this situation. You want to see how far he can lead this group. This was a key win, um, regardless of what, yeah, they are the Survivor Series participants, but they're all big stars. That's the bottom line. All Survivor Series participants are big stars, so it made sense, and I thought this was huge for uh, retribution to get this victory. And I really do hope it allows them to get going again. You know, I, I don't know if it will, but I really do. I hope it allows them to get going again, because that's going to be real important if they're going to be taken seriously. You know, a lot of people don't take them seriously. You know, you got names like T-Bar and Slapjack. Eh, it's kind of hard, but we did see I almost call her Mia Yim. We did see Reckoning, um, you know, attack. I think it was, yeah, attack Dana Brooke and, you know, ultimately getting her out of the Survivor Series match for the women. Um, unfortunately, Mandy Rose got hurt by Nia Jax, which, you know, here we go again. Nia Jax looking a little dangerous. Now, some people say maybe Mandy, Ro Mandy Rose should have grabbed the ropes, but nonetheless, I'm, you know, this is here we go again. The Survivor Series two years ago, it was the same thing. It was the same thing with Becky Lynch. So I, I wonder if this will ever get addressed by Nia Jax going out there, just kind of being reckless. Let's call it for what it is. You know, it seems like she can actually land the table spot with Lana, right? Even though we're tired of seeing it. Uh, and Lana, <laughs> Lana just gets in her way. It's something we have always seen, something we've seen since day one. She tends to stay getting in the way when it comes to um you know they told her get in there and don't touch nothing it's like kind of what we told 2020 get in and, and stay put and she didn't so uh but who knows man who knows um if you're on twitter make sure you following us at wrestling realm uh follow me at brian h waters hit the retweet button for me y'all share the show uh, with your friends as I put this in a few group chats. Um, so, but, you know, let's take a quick break as we uh, come back and we'll talk about Sasha Banks. Um, so, if you haven't done so, make sure you check out our series called Gimme the Book. And if you haven't, here's a clip. It should have been the Rocket Triple H, the match we got at Backlash. When you think about some of the top rivalries we've seen in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. We've seen Hogan and Savage in the main event. We've seen Hogan and Warrior, Hogan and Andre. Mm -hmm. We've seen Brett and Shawn. Okay. We've seen Austin and Rock. We never got 
We never, well, one, we never got, uh, we got even John Cena and Batista. We never got Randy Orton and John Cena one-on-one in Mania. Okay. Don't want it now. But we never got Rock and Triple H one-on-one at WrestleMania. That was the time to do it. The Rock had just won the Royal Rumble. Triple H was the hottest heel in professional wrestling. There was no need for the big show. There was no need for Mick Foley. Yeah, it might have been a bit excessive. I guess you got a point there when you put it that way. Yeah, you know, you go back and look at that WrestleMania. There's think, only one singles match. Yeah. You remember what that oh, match man. was? Houston, we have a problem. Yes! And um, back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure if you haven't done so, hit the subscribe to the wrestling realm as we you know so we do the real Dwayne Allen I shout out to him uh give me the book that was his idea or maybe was that mine it was one of ours but uh we rebooked a couple things he uh even rebooked Bret Hart's run in WCW so make sure y'all check that out <sighs> Sasha Banks Sasha Banks and Carmella Carmella would attack Sasha last week and then Sasha went on talking smack and when she was on talking smack she quite frankly said look I'm tired uh you know I mean I'm tired I hear y'all that's what she said I hear y'all talking y'all all want to talk about I can't keep the belt I can't keep the title and she went out there and guess what she retained the title and said look I could do it and she's showing that she's uh ready to reign supreme uh but she has carmella in the way so as i said last week uh i do think carmella will um you know this is just a bump in the road i don't really see this being such uh a big deal i don't see i just don't i don't see carmella being the one who will beat sasha banks for the championship uh it, it would make no sense i I'm, I'm really hoping that we can get a Bianca Belair Sasha Banks match. I would personally love to see a heel version of Bianca Belair. We don't need to see, you know, face versus face matchup. Um, but I think Bianca can get out there and be the type of person that you really get like super irritated with. And I think folks that would be uh phenomenal. Um, and not to mention be two black women in a big spot, you know, personally, I want to see that at WrestleMania. Let's have it at WrestleMania. We, you know, um, Vince McMahon and, and WWE put your money where your mouth is. You know, y'all said y'all stand behind black lives matter. I said this before and, and they showed, you know, but, eh, I mean, yeah. What's, what's my man named down at NXT? Um, Leon Ruff is NXT champion. Uh, I mean, NXT North America champion, but we know that's a joke. We, we know it's not going to stand too long. I think he's going to lose the title of War Games. Personally, hope I'm wrong. Um, so I want to see them put their money where their mouth is. You know, let's get two prominent black women in the business in a story mode together at a major pay-per-view. That is what I want to see. Will we see it? Only time will tell. So, man, what else? Oh, yeah. Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio uh, gives his stamp of approval to Buddy Murphy. So after he was victorious and we're finally closing the door on this forever long story mode. And I understand 
the coronavirus prevented a lot of wrestlers from being there at some point in time. And then there were a lot of WWE cuts. But, but, come on now. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, Rey Mysterio um, will take on, uh, I mean, he beat Seth Rollins to close the door on this feud. But next week, we're getting Buddy Murphy. Because Buddy Murphy got involved in the match. So because he got involved, we got to, you know, go out here and really do this all over again, right? But no, I think this is going to be a one-off, especially knowing the fact that, um, you know, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins' girlfriend, is right around the corner from delivering their baby. So congratulations to them. Uh, She took her pictures, her uh, maternal pictures. So that's the good part uh, as far as that's concerned, um, that he will, you know, he, he's get, I think this week he beat, gets beat and get beat good by Buddy Murphy. I'm still not comfortable with that storyline as far as a fan. I don't like it, I should say. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah, like, why? We don't have to go there. You know, it could have been just a, you know, a respect thing. It was not necessary for them to fully do that. So, um, but... Speaking of pregnancy and speaking of announcements, congratulations to John Moxley and Renee Paquette as uh, Moxley during his promo just casually was talking about working hard and everything he's done. He said, I got a pregnant wife at home. And 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 this was like one of those moments like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you just going to let that slide in there? You you really just go like oh yeah I got a pregnant wife at home, um, <laughs> so yeah Moxley did that though so congratulations to them uh, as they um uh, two sweet pod thanks for joining in agreed um but yeah congratulations to Moxley and Renee announcement of their baby uh so both members of the Shield joining Roman as a father this year and next year. So that would be cool to see years down the line, you know, their kids playing together. Um, So congratulations. And then Otis. Otis, Dolph, and Rude. I have to say, Otis is a waste, man. You talk about a year. He started off up here and then... Oh man, you know, and Bobby Roode, this was a guy, as Chris Collinsworth would say, here's a guy that I waited so long to come to the WWE. I waited so long. Like, this was the guy that I couldn't wait to get there. Only, only for him to come to the WWE and just be a utility guy. Now, NXT, he was the man. You know, I thought when he came out the Glorious, I said, oh, this is going to be good. Some things don't translate to the main roster. But, you know, you think, well, this should, right? This should be able to translate. Why not? Wrong. Apparently, they don't see it. And, you know, he hasn't. I mean, he's been the United States champion. But, you know, catching up on wrestling. Uh, glad to hear your brother. Appreciate it. Too sweet pod. Definitely love the name. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, but yeah, I just don't get it. Like Bobby Roode could be so much more. I get he's older, but even a couple years ago, at the Survivor Series, he was in that big Survivor Series match. You kind of got to see him and Triple H in the ring together, you know. But now he's just 
doing tag team matches. And Dolph Ziggler is just, he's not stealing shows no more. He's not stealing shows anymore. So that's like, that's what I said. You know, it's just been real disappointing. So, but I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Actually, I'm not going to go too far as let's see if I can share this video with you guys. Yeah, it looks like it's going to work. Um, Oh man, this is just lost your permission. Follow these steps. <laughs> All right, so I gotta go get uh permission. But um, what I want to do is show you guys this video from the Black Wrestling Alliance, the Jet Power X coming up um why well, would you do that full disclosure right i'm just you know we sitting here on the pod and you know you keep it real i'm sitting here I upgraded my macbook and as i mean my mac imac and you know to the new operating system and i was using obs to record and it just decided it wasn't gonna come up so i said you know what we'll go stream yard but then if i record what that means is I'm going to have to edit, right? So that's when I decided today, you know what? We're going <laughs> to we're going to take out the editing process. We're going to just go live. So that's one less job I got to do later. Uh, I still got to edit the audio for my podcast listeners. So if you out there and oh man, will not be until so I'm not going to quit and reopen. Actually, yeah, probably can. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. So, um, yeah, hopefully you guys get a chance to check out the Jet Power X. I, I, I'll run it on the next episode. Um, but if you're not doing so, make sure you follow the Black Wrestling Alliance, uh, you know, where you can keep up to date with all um, wrestlers, uh, all black wrestlers to see what they're doing. So. Actually, what I'll do is it's we can go around the net because there's some things online that we got to talk about. So let's go around the net. Around the net brought to you by B Waters Productions. If you're looking to get an event filmed or high quality pictures, you want professional quality, simply go on Instagram. Around the net brought B to you by B Waters Productions. www.bwaters.com or Instagram at B Waters Productions. So this segment around the net let's just talk about a couple things that's going on uh kane and undertaker they had this sit down discussion kind of like kobe and shaq magic and isaiah did on nba tv we saw that with kobe uh undertaker and kane on as wwe is putting together a lot of content discussing uh, the Undertaker's 30-year career, as we know, Survivor Series, they're saying this is going to be it. Hopefully, it's not an angle, but this is going to be it. This is the finale this Sunday. Um, but what we saw is that one of the things that stuck out to me more than anything, of everything that was said, the main thing that stuck out was the fact that the Undertaker said that he went to WrestleMania 30. And he was going over. And he even said, you know, he kind of pushed back on Vince a little bit, said, really, Brock? Well, he don't need it, but okay. And I was like, man, so that day I wasn't too, too mad. I know some people were furious. Some people was leaving. But, you know, my guy, 
Daniel Bryan took that home that night. So I was happy. But it was like WWE said, okay, you know, we got something for you. We're going to take you up here because we're going to disappoint. We're going to disappoint you right now because we'll get you yours. We're going to disappoint you real quick. But um, I didn't like it. And he even brought up the fact of Roman. And 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 I remember, shout out to my brother Corey, said that night, you know, him and my brother Glenn, we all sat around after. So we talked wrestling for probably like a half hour. And one of the things Corey said was that reaction that was at WrestleMania 30, you would have got that even more at WrestleMania 33. If Roman would have been the guy to beat The Undertaker for the first time, Undertaker leaving it all in the ring, making you believe that this was it. You imagine, you know, I was there. I saw tears coming out of grown men and women's eyes when they believed that they had just witnessed The Undertaker's last match. And that whole thought process was like, man, this is it. The Undertaker's last match. We just watched that. Only for him to come back and wrestle at, what, two more, three more WrestleManias. So that was disappointing. But the fact is that, you know, he went out there and it's like, oh, man. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Uh, what happens this Sunday, but yeah, listen to Undertaker and Kane talk. I mean, make sure you guys check it out. I mean, if you're an Undertaker or and Kane fan, if you're a fan of this rivalry like me, it's something you will really enjoy to hear them talk the history of their rivalry all the way going back to before when they was in Smoky Mountain. And then when Undertaker saying he was disappointed that when Kane came up and they put him as a dentist so make sure y'all check that out and then also speak i mentioned roman reigns earlier uh i was watching shout out to my boy Corey woods his new podcast and i gotta get the name of it he had roman on there i mean excuse me he had uh yeah his podcast on watered sports he had the um eric bischoff on there And one of the things Bischoff talked about was being little, you know, saying he doesn't hate Roman Reigns. And he he said it. He said he don't hate Roman Reigns, but he brought up a good part. Roman shouldn't be a heel because he doesn't have to cheat, lie, steal, all that stuff. He should be the anti-hero, the Stone Cold-esque character, you know. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, he makes a good point, you know. And I wonder how would that be? You know, how would that be if, if, if Roman Reigns came out there and was that guy who was the anti-hero? We saw Kevin Owens do it at Ring of Honor, but could Roman Reigns pull that off, you know, with Paul Heyman? That's the thing. You know, you see this arrogant, and maybe that's what we'll get to. Maybe we'll get to him being such a heel that he'll even transition into that anti-authority type character. Only time will tell. So, but ladies and gentlemen, that will do it this week for Bring It Down with Brian H. Survivor Series this Sunday. Like I said, I'll probably do a preview beforehand. Um, I do have good news. Wrestling for the culture this week coming up. I got a team then go by the name of Black 
magic make sure you check out that interview that will be coming up this week as i will sit there and talk to these gentlemen we talked about um them getting into business and working together and just you know them being early in their careers but looking for that next level competition as you know they are trained by elijah pope so make sure you get ready for that check that out i appreciate you tuning in as i done with so many technical difficulties tonight but i wanted to make sure i got this show in until the next time folks i'm brian h waters i'm gonna leave you with a little bit of the life after wwe show if you didn't catch that make sure you check that after this goes off actually wrestlers don't have to follow what is considered the status quo of the wwe these days. If you're not being used, you can decide I want I want to do something more. I, the rush of the fans, whether it's 50 people or 50,000, no longer makes a difference because superstars just want to be recognized because mm -hmm. they feel now that maybe I don't need the machine to be what I consider successful. Yep. That's true. Um, you look at a guy like Cody Rhodes, right? Mm -hmm. Homegrown. Let's not forget. Homegrown in the WWE. Um, would you say born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Absolutely. Say, when it comes to the business, of course. Uh, and he left because he wasn't like the way he was being used. I mean, he even went on record saying he had uh, the challenges was like figuring out what to charge people, right. what to charge promoters, what to expect because he hadn't been through this before. No. Um, but he's went out there. He's thrived. You know, we mentioned him on our Breakout Superstars episode, which you can find on the Wrestling Around YouTube channel. Did we? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.